Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Riff. Uh, my name's Cameron. I'm one of the lawyers here from Adams and Partners Lawyers, and today I've got a very special guest with me. Uh, it's our Director of Conveyancing, Megan Johnson. Megan, how are you today? Morning, Cameron. Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Great to have you here this week. Uh, now that you're here, I'm assuming we're going to talk about something property related today? We are. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah. The very exciting process of selling your house. Is that right? That's right, Cameron. Uh, so, I think the best thing to do is to get into it. Now, usually the best way for people to understand what's going on here is if we make a little little scenario for them to understand. And I think the easiest thing to do here would be to use myself. So, Megan... I'm looking at selling my existing property here in Penrith because I've just had enough and I want to get out of here. Where are you going to go to, Cameron? Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a, a sea change. I might move to Tamworth. Okay, yes. Now, before I move to Tamworth, obviously I'm going to need to sell my property here in, in Penrith. And look, I've bought property before, but I've never sold property. So what's the first thing that I should consider if I'm going to sell my property? The first thing you need to do, Cameron, is to appoint a real estate agent. Okay, a real estate agent. Now, do I just go pick any Tom, Dick and Harry off the street or how should I go about picking a real estate agent? Do you have any advice in relation to that? Well, you could do that, Cameron, but I could refer you to an agent here in Penrith. That's great. So I've got my relationship with my lawyer and they've recommended me an agent Okay. And I've picked my agent now. They've come in, they do all that agency stuff, which we're not going to talk about today. And from there, we've agreed on, you know, the price for them to sell my house. What's the next step from there? Okay. So uh, we um, prepare the contract of sale that needs to go over to the real estate agent so they can list the property. So that's you and the real estate agent talking. So everyone's like on the same team. Correct. That's right. Yes. Contracts prepared, gone to the real estate agent. And then I'm assuming it's just starting to get people into the property. That's right. Yep. Let's say, obviously, at the moment, if I was going to sell my house, you know, we've got this COVID-19 crisis. It's a bit hard because people can't come in and look at it. But somebody finds it on realestate.com, loves it, puts an offer in. I'm happy with it. Yes. What happens from there? Okay. One of two ways um, to exchange a contract. So you can um, exchange with a cooling off period. Okay. Or you do an unconditional exchange. Okay. I'm not very smart. So what is a cooling off period? I've heard that term thrown around. Okay. A cooling off period is where the agent gets you and the purchaser to sign the contracts. Um, The purchaser pays a deposit of 0.25% of the purchase price. Yep. And the property is taken off the market. Okay. So normally they have five to 10 days. Yep. Um, cooling off. So during that time, they do their inspections. Yep. Um, and then within the cooling off period, they pay the balance of the deposit mm-hmm. and they're um, co- locked in, cooled so, off. So, so for instance, what would happen is this purchaser that I've found, let's say the purchaser here is Lauren. Lauren's found my house. Uh, she loves it. She's offered, you know, paid the 0.25% and then the cooling off period can be either five or 10 days. Is that negotiated? That's right. It is. Yep. Let's say 10 days here. Uh, And in that 10 day period, she would get a pest and building, you know, strata report if it's strata, whatever. Okay. That 10 days has passed. What happens if she says, 
no, I don't want to go ahead there. Uh, then they rescind the contract. So okay. they do that within the cooling off period. Okay. And then do, do I keep the 0.25% then? You do. Okay. The 0.25 goes over to the vendor. Okay, to the vendor. And then I can put it back on the market Correct. if I want to. Yes. Now, say we agree upon it. We've therefore exchanged. Is that right? Or That's is, correct, yes. Okay, after that two-week period. Now, Megan, you said to me a second ago as well that we could agree to no cooling off period. That's called an unconditional exchange. Is that right? That's right, Cameron. So with an unconditional exchange, the agent sends over what we call a sales advice over to um, both solicitors. The vendor issues the contract of sale over to the purchaser solicitor and then they do their inquiries, get their loan approval, get them in to sign and then they proceed to the um, exchange of contracts. So that, that process just saves a, a couple of weeks, does it, usually? So normally a cooling off period um, happens quicker because you've got that time frame ah, to be able right. to exchange. Okay. okay, that makes sense. No, no, very good to know. Now, Lauren's agreed to the cooling off period, let's say, and we've gone through that process and we've now exchanged. What happens now from my perspective, Megan, is the vendor, do I need to do anything? Okay, so you can sit tight Start packing, get that removalist ready. Oh, okay, good idea. So I just relax now. You can. It's not really relaxing though, but yep. Okay. Yep. So then um, here we start organizing any discharge of mortgage mm -hmm. that you have over the property. We need to obtain a land tax certificate that we need to provide to the purchaser solicitor. And if you're lucky enough to have sold over 750000 we need to um, apply for an ATO foreign clearance certificate. Okay. Lots of stuff to think about there. Let's go back for a second and talk about the mortgage. So I've got a mortgage on the property. If we have to discharge that, do you contact the bank or? We do. Okay. So we organize for you to sign a discharge authority and yep. then we liaise with the bank in regards to the discharge. Okay. That makes sense. And then with the land tax certificate, what, what does that mean? How does that come into play? So the land tax certificate is making sure that there's no land tax over the property. So again, it's quite easy for the vendor. They complete a form and we obtain that certificate on your behalf. Right. And by land tax, what do you mean? So land tax is when you own a certain amount of land, you may fall into the category of paying land tax. So However, that's usually like an investment property or correct. something like that? Correct. So principal place of residence is exempt. Okay. So in this scenario here, I probably wouldn't need to pay land tax. Correct. Land tax is it's my only place. Okay. That makes sense. Now this ATO foreign certificate, I've heard about this before. Is this a fairly new thing that's come into play here? So the ATO foreign certificate has been around for a few years mm -hmm. um, and what it does is to make sure that you're not foreigner and you don't have to pay a surcharge. Okay, so this, this kind of changed the way that you own property in New South Wales, didn't it? Whereas now if you're a foreign investor, you have to pay a higher rate of tax. Is correct, that right? that's right. So yes. to fill out that form, you just need to prove that you're an Australian citizen. Yes, that's okay. correct. Okay, so say in this situation here, you've helped me discharge my mortgage. There's no issue about me being a foreigner. I've signed that form. It's my principal place of residence. There's no land tax issue. We then get up to the settlement stage. Now, I've heard that, that term being thrown around before, but I don't really understand it, Megan. What's it mean? Okay. With regards to settlement, this is where the purchaser pays the balance of the purchase monies. We do council, water, and if it's strata, strata levies. Mm -hmm. um, so, all these adjustments are done at settlement. Yep. 
Um, and then what these are called when they're all together are called settlement figures. So yep. the settlement figures will go over to you to check to make sure that you agree with the figures. Yep. Um, and then we proceed with getting payout figures from your mortgagee. So question Mortgage here, all. the settlement from exchange, what's the usual length of time? Um, so a normal contract is roughly four weeks. Four weeks, but you can from that time frame. Can you negotiate that at all? Definitely. Okay. Okay. Definitely. So that can be extended, and I know that there's some sort of issue here as well that needs to be taken into account with settlement if there's other fees that need to be paid, such as stamp duty and and things like that. Correct. So, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. So with settlement now, you I've agreed on those figures that you've sent me. Um, now. I've heard that the way that we settle is we, we all need to go to the city or something like that and, and sit around a table and exchange documents. Is that how it works? Not anymore. So that's how it used to. Um, as of the 1st of July last year, um, it's compulsory that we settle via a system called PEXA. So it's electronic settlement. Okay. And PEXA, that's easier to use, harder to use? Easier to use. Yep. So no more needing a presence in Sydney to do an actual settlement. Oh, so we can just settle online then where the money comes from Correct. their bank account into mine and we transfer the property. That's right. That's it, right. No, no more. Very quick. Okay. Um, in, it's instant. PEXA do say to allow um, 48 hours for the money to hit your account. Yep. Uh, but in most cases, um, clients find it in their account instantly after settlement. Oh, wow. Okay. And you said that from the first of... July last yep. year, PEXA, it happens with all property transactions now, is that correct? Correct, in New South Wales. In New South Wales, okay. And so I would imagine that you use PEXA all the time, wouldn't you? All the time. Okay. We're PEXA certified. PEXA certified, wow, okay. That, that sounds pretty prestigious. Now we've booked in the settlement date, and the day we're going to settle. Let's say, for instance, here now it's the 1st of June. As the vendor, is there anything else that I need to do here or I just sit back, pack my house and get yes, ready to go? Yes, so you need to make sure that the property is vacant by the time of settlement. Okay. You need to hand in the keys to the real estate agent Yep. Um, to allow the purchaser to do a final inspection. Yep. Um, but you just need to be out of the property. Just need to be out of the property. And it's probably better just to do that a little bit before it as well so you can make sure it settles on that day. That's right, okay. yes. Okay, no, that sounds good. Now, is there anything else at all that I need to really understand about if I'm going to sell my house? The process seems pretty straightforward, but I feel like with it being a bit more online now, it's a lot easier from my perspective Is the vendor. Is that correct? Correct, that's right, okay. yes. okay. Good, good to hear. Um, so if anybody's out there selling their house, it sounds to me like they need to come see you because you're the expert. Definitely, <laughs> Cameron. That's right. So if you're looking at selling property out there, Megan's the person to come speak to. She handles all our conveyancing here in our firm uh, and she's been around at the firm for quite a while, haven't you, Megan? Correct, Cameron. Yeah, a couple of years now. 20 years, 20 Cameron. years plus, okay, which is good. So Megan knows the Penrith area back to front. That's really all I've got to say this week, Megan, about the sale process, unless you've got anything else that you'd like to say. That's all, thank you. No? Okay. Well, for everybody out there, uh, thank you for listening to our podcast again today. Uh, if you have any other questions, please feel free to email them to us at info at adamslawyers.com.au. Uh, and we may get Megan back on in the future to do a podcast about purchasing uh, because that's a bit different from selling. Correct. Okay. That's right, Karen. A, a few different things that you need to know. 
Uh, please also go out there and like our Facebook page. Uh, it's just Adams and Partners Lawyers. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, and please leave us a review if you can. Uh, and other than that, that's it from me this week, Megan. So thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. And we'll speak to you all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.